This is our ninth attribute that we're looking at today. And we've seen that God is self-existent, that he's incomprehensible, that he's infinite, that he's unchanging, he's holy, he's all-powerful, ever-present, all-knowing, and all-wise. And those are excellent themes for us to focus on in the midst of times like this. But today we want to look at another attribute of God, and that is the fact that God is good all the time. How is God good, we may ask, with all the sickness, the disease, the suffering, the evil? And in in our own personal lives, you may face adverse circumstances that have caused you to struggle and really bring a test of our faith. Is God really good to me? It doesn't seem like it at this time. When I was in high school, our wrestling coach had what he called circle drills. I can't even explain it to you, but they were grueling. And every time he'd say, all right, time for our circle drills, the the whole wrestling room would just groan. So we might say he wasn't good to us in doing this to us. But he really was because he was preparing us. We may not have had the best team, but we had the team that was in the best shape. He was doing it for our good. We look in the Bible. God was leading Joseph, and all the things that happened to him weren't good. But it was God in his goodness leading Joseph to provide for Israel. You know, we understand the goodness of God From the very beginning, in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 31, God saw everything that he had made when he completed creation, and he said, Behold, it was very good. Throughout the Bible, we find it reiterated over and over and over again that God is good. I just read this morning in in the book of Exodus After Moses received the Ten Commandments and came down and the children of Israel had uh, worshipped and served a golden image, um, Moses was frustrated and, and God was asking him to continue to go on leading the people. And in Exodus 33, Moses said, God, show me your glory. And it says in verse 18, that God said, I am going to make all my goodness pass before you, and I am going to proclaim the name of the Lord. I find it interesting. God said, I'm going to make my goodness pass before you. I'd invite you to take your Bibles and turn to the book of Psalms. We asked you earlier to read Psalm 107, but I, I want you to just kind of walk with me through some selected Psalms here to remind us of the goodness of God. And honestly, I was amazed at all the references, and in particular in the Psalms. Turn to Psalm 25, and notice if you'd look in verse 7. Well, let's back up to verse 6. Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindness, for they are of old. 
Do not remember the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me for your goodness sake, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he teaches sinners in the way. Look at Psalm 27 and verse 13. I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Look at chapter 31 of the book of Psalms and verse 19. The psalmist said, Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those that fear you. And turn over to Psalm 33. And verse 5, well, let's back up with verse 4. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in truth. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. We could go on and on. Psalm 34 and verse 8, O taste and see that the Lord is good. The psalmist in Psalm 69 and verse 16 said, Lord, answer me according to your loving kindness, because it is good. In Psalm 100, if you turn to Psalm 100, you notice what we read in verse 1 of Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Notice And then it concludes this psalm, verse 5. Why do we praise him? For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Look at Psalm 106 and verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. We encourage you to read Psalm 107, verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Over and over again, the psalmist is reminding us, praise the Lord. Psalm 135, verse 3, for the Lord is good. Utter the memory of the goodness of the Lord. And in Lamentations, chapter 3, verses that we are very familiar with. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Great is his faithfulness. And then it goes on, verse 25, and it says, The Lord is good to all those that wait for him. In fact, in Romans chapter 2 and verse 4, it says, The goodness of God leads us to repentance. Good cannot be found apart from God. He has never done, nor can he ever do, one thing to you or to me that is not good. So I want us to to think a little bit. God's goodness, it can be found in many, many areas, but we want to mention just a couple. Number one, in creation. Did you know that all the things you have ever received or seen or felt or heard or tasted or smelled came from the living God. 
James chapter 1 and verse 17 says, Every good and perfect gift cometh down from the Father of lights. The goodness of God can be seen in the variety of natural pleasures which he has provided for us, from food to the colors that we see, springtime coming, the flowers, the the song of the birds. I mean, that's all God's goodness. He could have made everything just one color. But he gave us everything, all of these pleasures. He could have made, here's your food. It's manna. Eat it, eat it, eat it. The same thing over and over again. But look at the goodness God has given. And and I'm not going to belabor the point of creation. But secondly, his goodness is seen, as we mentioned in Lamentations chapter 3, in withholding his wrath. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Great is his faithfulness. Ben Carson said on a conference call on Friday, We serve a loving God, even when we turn our back on him. You think about that. We deserve the wrath of God. And yet his goodness is seen every day as a gift that he gives us, every moment that he gives us. So in... In God withholding his wrath for all mankind is a manifestation of his goodness. But thirdly, God provides forgiveness, the ultimate, the pinnacle of God's goodness is seen in sending his son. Every Christmas we quote Luke chapter 2 and verse 14, glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill toward men. The goodwill is that God sent his son to pay the penalty for my sin and your sin and provide for us forgiveness of sins and fellowship with God. So the goodness of God in providing forgiveness of sins But then we can go on and list. It doesn't just end with forgiveness of sin. The goodness of God is manifested in the life of every believer. There is common grace that is to all people. God makes his son to rise on the evil and on the good. He sends the rain on the just and on the unjust. There is common grace. But there is the grace of God manifested in the lives of believers, first of all, through receiving Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sin. John says in John 1.12 that we become children of God. Think of that. We are the goodness of God. We are adopted into God's family. But I want you to turn to Romans chapter 8 to look at, at some of the benefits, some of the manifestations of the goodness of God that are manifested to believers. Romans chapter 8, and notice, first of all, verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our weaknesses or infirmities. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercessions for us, 
with groanings that we can't utter. Probably in the last few days or weeks, you've had groanings in your spirit that you can't utter. The goodness of God has put in the heart of every believer his spirit. And his spirit intercedes for us with groanings that we can't utter. There come many, many times in life that we have great difficulties, go through deep valleys, are faced with unusual disappointments, and God in his goodness has not left us alone. He has given us his spirit to intercede for us with groanings that we can't utter. And then, of course, in Romans chapter 8, another of the goodness of God, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And verse 29 goes on and says, all these things that come into our life are coming in by God's design to mold us and shape us to the image of God. We are his workmanship. That's the goodness of God, that you can rest in the fact that he is at work molding us, shaping us to his image. And then in verse 31 of Romans 8 again, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? This is the goodness of God. God is for us. And then as he closes the chapter in Romans chapter 8 and 38 and 39, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You think of it. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. That's the goodness of God manifested. Hebrews 4 says we have immediate access to the Father. That's the goodness of God as a believer. He says in 2 Peter 1, he's given us everything that relates to life and godliness. That's the goodness of God. So that the psalmist said, since the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And he concludes that psalm by saying, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. So God's goodness is found in creation. It's found in him withholding his wrath. It's found in him providing forgiveness. It's found in a believer's life in all the things that God is doing in the life of the believer and it is also found and will be found someday in God's judgment upon evil. Would God be good if he did not punish those who abuse his love and blessings, who deny his existence, who trample his mercies under his feet? Absolutely not. God is seen... And his goodness is manifested when he someday will rid the earth of those who have rebelled against him, defied his authority, mocked his messengers, scorned his son, and persecuted those for whom he died. 
Someday, God will make all things right. We've, we've illustrated it often, the, the meta-narrative of God's story of history. We've illustrated it often in church. Those of you that sit in the East Wing, we say, that's creation. God created, and we saw everything he created was good. In, in the center section on the east side was the fall of man. God's goodness was manifested when he gave man a free will, and man's choice brought about the evil. And then God brought redemption. He provided his son. God's goodness was in providing forgiveness, as we've already mentioned. And then the wing on the west side reminded again that someday he is going to bring restoration. God's goodness will someday bring justice and make all things right. So we need to step back and see the big picture. Creation, fall, redemption, and restoration. And understand, we are now in the midst of living in a fallen world with disease, with trouble, but we're not left alone. The goodness of God is with us, around us, and in us through the ministry of his Spirit. And someday, there will be restoration. So, Quickly, I just want to make some application on this attribute of God, of the goodness of God. Number one, because God is always good, trust him. First of all, trust him for salvation. Perhaps you're, you're listening today and you are trusting in your good works or your church membership or your family heritage None of those will avail to forgive sins. There is no salvation by any other except Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's where trust begins. And because God is always good, we can trust him for salvation. But you may be watching today and you say, I am a believer. Are you trusting God's ways? Many times we know God's ways and we think, that just doesn't seem right. I don't know about that. But we can trust God. He's good. Everything he does toward us is good. And we can trust him by giving thanks. That's the will of God in our lives. Whatever comes into our life. And we can trust him by not doubting. You know, one of the things that the battle, the spiritual warfare that's going on in times like this is we're going to wrestle with the doubts. Is God really good? Why is this happening in my life? Why is that happening? If we really know in the depths of our heart that God is good, we will believe him. We will trust him, and we will obey him. So, first application, because God is always good, trust him. Because God is always good, pray. 
I can't take much time on this, but your prayers and my prayers are not answered because we're good. Prayers are answered because God is good. And that ought to encourage us to pray. We're going to a benevolent God. We're going to a good God. He wants to hear us. And our prayers are answered because of God's goodness. But because God is good always, we should be encouraged. Consider the goodness of God and be encouraged in your daily life. You may not understand his ways. We don't. We won't. Maybe um, you're going through a difficult time. Understand that our limited perspective of what is taking place around us does not change the goodness of God. You can have confidence in God that all his actions toward you are good. Nahum, the prophet, said in Nahum 1.7, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. Think of that. Because of the goodness of God, we can run to him. He is a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those that trust in him. Job said, I know that when God has tested me, I will come forth as gold. Do you feel like God's put you in the furnace of affliction? Does it feel like the temperature is too hot to bear? Don't worry, God knows exactly what he's doing. And when he has tried us, we shall come forth as gold. That's good. So, because God is always good, we trust him, we pray, we're encouraged, and because God is always good, he will make all things right, and we can look forward to that. Realizing the goodness of God and to work that out of our life will make a great, great difference in our life. I I listened to John Gordon, and he said, Fear causes us to doubt. It brings distortion and discouragement and distraction, and it divides. But we conquer fear with faith. And it's the faith that says, I maybe don't see your goodness, God, right now completely, But I know that your word over and over and over again tells me you are good. You know, we often sing the little song, God is good to me. God is good to me. He holds my hand. He helps me stand. God is good to me. God is good to me. I will not fear, for God is near. God is good to me. God is good to me. Despite my pride, the Savior died. God is good to you and me. It is a time that we are called to walk in the truth. And we need to fight the doubts with truth. And the truth is this. God is good. Let's bow together in prayer. Heavenly Father,
May we come to see your goodness in a light that we've never seen it before. And Lord, in dark times, in times of uncertainty, it never changes your goodness. And I pray that each and every one of us would be driven to your word, that our faith would put down roots in the promises of your word, and Lord, that our faith would be strong, not just for our own well-being, but Lord, to be able to help others as well. I pray that our love for you would increase and our love for others would increase. And Lord, I pray that all these things that don't seem good, that we would be able to look back and see how you have made them work together for good. Lord, thank you for your creation. Thank you that you knew completely about the fall of man and you provided redemption. And thank you that someday we can look forward to a glorious restoration where all things will be made right, where there will be no disease, no sickness, no death. And Lord, where we will be in perfect fellowship with you, no more battle with sin, all because you are a good God. Lord, may we rejoice in your goodness today. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.